This is the SEO Mindset Podcast with your hosts, Sarah McDowell and Tasmin Sullivan. This podcast is for SEO professionals and each week with the help of our wonderful guests, we discuss the important stuff that actually affects our careers and progression, but sadly often doesn't get talked about. You know, the invaluable soft and interpersonal skills that are often taken for granted, such as the skills we need for listening, time management, communication, and more. We also talk about the big issues that affect us and our careers, such as burnout, imposter syndrome, self-belief, saying no, plus other big issues and obstacles. With this podcast, we want to share knowledge on topics that unlock our listeners' true potential and enhance not only their careers, but all parts of their lives. So are you ready to prioritize your own personal growth and career development? Then let's crack on with this week's episode. Hello everyone and thank you for joining us for another episode of the SEO Mindset Podcast. This week we have the wonderful Chris Simmons joining us and we're going to be talking about managing and leading teams. So who is Chris? Who is Chris Simmons? So he's the founder of the OMG Centre where digital agencies learn, build, grow and exit. Chris is known as the agency coach and has around 10 years of leadership and coaching experience. Now, before I get Chris into the episode, I just want to give you all a little reminder that if you do enjoy our podcast, you can support us by donating via Buy Me A Coffee. So there will be a link in the show notes where you get more information on that. And you can also connect with us. So if you want to shout out to us, you want to get in touch, you want to say hi, whatever, like you can do that on Twitter. So we are, if you follow the seomindset.co.uk forward slash Twitter, you'll be able to find us there. There's also a link in the show notes. Right, let's welcome Chris to the show. Hello, Chris. Hello. I'd love to be bought a coffee. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> Are you uh, uh, coffee or tea? Very strong, very black coffee only. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Apparently it makes you a psychopath according to someone on Twitter once. Uh, I mean... (laughs) It's not the coffee that makes you a psychopath. You are one if you like it. (laughs) I mean, people have some weird like ideas about food and drinking, what it means, doesn't it? Like Mm. all the stuff that I've read, it's it's bonkers. But anyway, um, I can still say Happy New Year uh, because it's relatively new, isn't it? So Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. I really wish there was some kind of deadline at which you stop having to say that <laughs> i feel like every call and every email you have to say it because it's polite but actually you just everyone's done it now we've all been there i think that people like say it right up until like the 31st of january don't they and then yeah. february yeah no. <laughs> oh anyway <laughs> happy new year <laughs> There we go. We've got we've got that admin out of the way. So, um, yeah, so earlier I said that me and you would be discussing managing and leading teams. Mm-hmm. So I think a good place for us to start is um, for you to answer the question, what is the difference between management and leadership? So there's a really simple sentence that explains the difference, I think. Uh, and then there's obviously a little bit more depth behind it. But I think managers do things well. Leaders do good things. So a leader 
is someone that essentially they set the vision, they create a culture, they create values for people to be led. Hence the, the title. You want to follow someone who's the leader. If you've got um, someone who's in a leadership position who you have to follow and you're not that keen on and you don't like the, the things that they have to say and, and uh, whatever, then actually you're, you're not being led by that person. You're having to just follow them through hierarchy. Whereas with a manager, that person is, well, again, it's in the name. They manage tasks, they manage people, they manage things. So a manager is uh, given direction in which way to go by the leader and the leader sets the direction. Right. And I think that's a really key, um, dis- dis- what's that word? Dis- Distinction. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> struggling at the uh, at the beginning there you know when words just like go from your mind oh, and yeah. you're like I've committed now um okay so would you say then um that there are situations where you have both then like y- yeah so um in in many smaller businesses the leader will also be the manager um yeah because there isn't a, a availability for any kind of hierarchy um and in other situations you may have a manager who steps into a leadership position for certain tasks or certain roles. So let's say it's a small business. Um, I'm the owner. I'm therefore the leader. I set the tone. I set the direction. But I also have to create briefs for people. I have to check in on those briefs. I have to delegate clearly. I have to provide the right levels of feedback and things mm-hmm. like that. I also have to take feedback as as a manager who is also the leader. Um, if you then open the business up and you, you grow and you're much larger uh, and you have a management layer, I may, as a manager of a SEO team or a PPC team or a content team or a PR team, have to lead them in my own way as well because they have mm-hmm. to follow me because they're, I'm their main point of uh, port of call all of the time. But I'm still given guidance on the direction that the business and the leader of the business wants to, wants to head into. So if you look at it from a, a perspective of, say, let's not get into politics, but a political party, you've got the the prime minister or the president, they set the leadership direction for the country. Whereas mm-hmm. the, 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 the managers in this hierarchy would be MPs or senators or whatever. So they lead their constituencies, but they're actually managing the activity that is directed by the top level of leadership. So I'm guessing then um, that they're quite, different roles then so um being a manager or a leader you probably need different skills uh, yeah very much so and um it's it's uh it's not something everyone wants to hear but not everyone can be a leader um Mm. and it's not because they're bad people or anything like that it's because it's it's not necessarily necessarily something you can actually learn to be you can learn to do it but you can't learn to be it um, and that comes right. from a certain type of mindset and maybe maybe something to do with upbringing or just the way that you are as a human being. I'm not sure. But you know how they say, like, um, not everyone wants leadership, but sometimes it's thrust upon them. Well, those people are usually mentioned in the in the in the turn of uh, in, in, a, in a kind of way uh, based around well, they were pretty good leaders. You don't say they didn't want leadership, but it was thrust upon them and they were terrible and we hated them and the history books say it all. Actually, most of the people that, that you say who, who, who had leadership thrust on them somehow, they were actually turned out to be pretty good leaders because quite a lot of the leadership characteristics are relatively innate. The, mm. the, the mechanical part of leadership is, is learning 
how to deliver it consistently um, mm-hmm. because your basic human traits usually get in the way of being a good leader quite a lot of the time. Um, with management, it is a lot more um, uh, granular people focused. You focus a lot more on on individuals as opposed to mm-hmm. a group um, and you have to uh, be a lot more methodical. So quite a lot of people can learn to be a manager. Once you've got a good level of experience in a, in a certain role and you've got a, a lot of experience in um, an industry as well as the role. So you know the, how the business functions, you know how the business works, you know how to be excellent at a role. You can learn management uh, skills and you can be a good manager because you're good at following that kind of process. And, the, and as long as you're not a bad person, you can usually be quite a good manager. Um, mm. You can't just magic being a leader. And I think sometimes when I speak to digital agency leaders in particular, they're really good at being uh, delivering work, but they're not necessarily good at the people bit. And that's because they haven't necessarily worked out the leadership layer yet. So I suppose what's important then is to have a bit of awareness about yourself. Um, so let's say, for example, um, you find yourself, so you're a manager, right? And mm. you find yourself um, like you're expected to lead and that's where you're kind of like being led into. That's where you're leaning in towards. Yeah. Um, if, I suppose you've got to have the awareness of like questioning like am I am I good for this role does this role suit me and um it's okay it's not a failure if it if it doesn't suit you because not everyone can be a leader right but I suppose it's about having that awareness and then having that um courage to speak up and say and and speak to who your bosses or uh, stakeholders or people at the top and be like we need to discuss this I've this is the I've I found myself in a leadership role and yeah, I suppose it's about having that awareness in that conversation, isn't it? Yeah. And I, th- I think all of any kind of uh, role in which you're uh, working with people from a, from a position of, let's say power from, for better, one of a better way yeah. of putting it. Um, so you have people who report to you, whether that's a leadership or a management role, um, a, a high level of, um, self-awareness is is essential and you need to be able to be honest with yourself as well um something which um which i've found in bad managers and bad leaders is they behave like they want one thing but they feel like they want something else and usually the conflict internally there creates a bit of um a bit of a poisonous toxic culture um Mm. if you know what you want and you know roughly how to get there then you can then you can create a uh, a set of values and purpose which allows for people to follow you more easily you create clarity you create consistency and it feels more natural so you don't feel like you're having to to you don't feel like you're having to lead you feel like you're just being yourself and people will follow you because they want to go where you're going mm-hmm. um from a management point of view I don't know what your career history is like but I'm pretty sure that at some point in your history you've had a bad manager and those people (laughs) have probably been you probably remember them because of their personality versus their ability to do their job in most cases and sometimes both um but for the most part if you've if you're kind of um not not aware of your own kind of um uh pitfalls personal pitfalls like for me I'm I 
I'm really good at listening when I remind myself to listen. But that is a conscious thing I have to do. Um, And that's when I'm in more of a conversational mode or trying to manage people. So I have to be, I have to go into a conversation reminding myself, I need to listen to this person. Otherwise I can't really help them or do, do what I need to do. Um, Yeah. And, and a bad manager wouldn't necessarily know that. And also you have to have, um, it's interesting because uh, me and Tasman did an episode about the different types of listening mm. and uh, when to apply each one. Uh, so thank you for that promo because there you now go. I can link link to that in the show notes. Done. <laughs> hey, buy me a coffee um, later. Um, but yeah, so because if you're not listening as a leader or a manager, then you sort of, you end up hearing what you want to hear, don't you? Or, and then you provide a solution to that and then it's not going to work because yep. you've not understood what is the root problem. Exactly. And I think there's um, there's other layers to this as well, which is not just self-awareness, but kind of the awareness of the other pe- the person that you're listening to's strengths and weaknesses as well. Um, and I'm not saying weaknesses in a negative light. I mean, in the sense of things they could learn or maybe things that they might be their blind spots. Um, so, um, at the OMG center, what we have is a, um, uh, part of a training program of workplace strengths. You do, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Emma genetics. No, sounds fancy. It's, it's, it's it, I, I, there's all these psychometric tests, you know, Myers-Briggs, all those sorts of things. So Emma genetics essentially helps you to understand what, if you were to say, see a pie chart of all of the energy you spend a day doing thinking based stuff which percentages of your energy is best used in areas. So if you spend a lot of time doing analytical work and you're really, you really enjoy spending that time doing lots of analytical work and spreadsheets and things like that, then, then that's great. You're using that energy in a good way. So it's quite positive use of time and you feel good. Conversely, if you're not very good at analytics work, but you have to do a lot of it, then, it's, then, then you, you feel like you've had a drudge of a day and things like that. What that does as a as a tool is it also helps to break down a bit like a personality profile. You can understand whether or not someone's going to be able to listen to a certain level of briefing because if I go into too much depth in one vein or another, mm. they might not quite capture it. But if I know what I'm like and I know what the individuals I'm managing are like, then I can tailor in, t- tailor the same brief to a smaller group of people much better and it reduces... Uh, any kind of friction because you're creating clarity I think that is something that is often overlooked is the importance of understanding your team and who you are working with because yeah like if because we're we we're all different Yeah. yeah we all have our own strengths we all have our own weaknesses right it's okay to have weaknesses because we're human at the end of the day I think you called them blind spots yeah um and stuff yeah and yeah it's so important to know who what you what you've got to work with and the different personalities and um yeah who you've got in your team because then you can be more successful right absolutely if you if you um uh I'm gonna get this wrong um I can't remember so in from a from a there was a researcher I think his surname was Tenenbaum I think (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna say that that's wrong probably wrong so actually it's definitely Tenenbaum if you disagree comment on the post or whatever um (laughs) um, so there's a there's a type of management sort of um 
methodology around looking at the situational aspects and the uh, of of uh, the, the 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 task or the project and the traits of the 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 person. So you balance these things together. So it may well be that in certain instances you spend more time giving more information to someone to to help them um, do a task and you're managing them more kind of hands-on because either they're really stressed or they're really busy or they just need a lot more effort Um, versus other people who may know exactly what they have to do, exactly what they want to do and and those things balance with the workload and they're fine. You would know that the situation and the traits of that person align to this is kind of like a low task job. I give you the give you the brief in a Slack message. You understand me. I understand you. You know it's got to be done by Wednesday, and it's done. Yes, yes. So, so being aware of the people you're managing is just as important as being aware of yourself as the manager. Now, if you then extrapolate that into leadership, the a big distinction there is that you're setting the course and. Essentially, you know, you're setting the course course of the ship. You're saying where you're going. You're saying generally how you're going to get there. And because you've done that and you've set the values, the people that you bring into onto that ship should be people that meet the values, which then allow you to have better management of them later. I just had a thought. So you're kind of like you're acting as the captain of the yeah. ship, right? Yeah, because you're steering, you're strategizing. Like anything goes wrong, people come to you, and then um, the people in your team are the crew members, right? Like, well, the captain of the ship doesn't steer either. Oh, right. The captain right, of the ship go. sets the direction. They set the tone, and they decide how how um, problems are dealt with. But they don't do the steering they don't clean the toilet they don't mop the deck they don't do any of those things those people they they are they they they're the the person at the front of the 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 thing on a podium telling everyone where to go how to behave what to do and everyone else is then the management of that direction so if the yes, cor- if, if the course goes awry the person who manages the navigation deals with yeah. the person who manages the steering and so on i mean in in this scenario i think i'd rather be the captain (laughs) oh yeah most people would rather be the captain (laughs) but anyway right chris we are going to take a short break now um and uh great first part i think um very valuable lots for our listeners when we are back uh we're going to be talking about more skills and uh, general advice for managing and leadership and also what to do if you've got awkward feelings around having to manage or lead friends right because i think that's a that's an important one to discuss too so absolutely (laughs) we will be back folks Hey, Sarah here from the SEO Mindset. Just a quick message to say if you would like to support the podcast, if you love what me and Tasmin are doing, then please do head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash donate. I'll make sure there's a link in this episode show notes. And that will take you to our buy me a coffee page. So here you can buy us as many coffees as you like to support us. So each coffee is a donation. And also you can leave us a message. Um, so that will make it easy for us to give you a shout out. 
Also, if you would like to reach out to us, maybe you want to say hello, ask us a question, request a shout out, um, maybe you want to come on as a guest, uh, we have Twitter. Yes. So again, if you head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash Twitter, again, I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, that's how you can reach out to us, both me and Tasmin. Um, so yes, thank you very much. Welcome back. Chris, are you still with us? Are you still with us for part two? No, I'm on mute. <laughs> yep, I'm here. Hello. Uh, that shouldn't still be a thing, should it? No. Like, but hey-ho, hey-ho. Right, so let's uh, get into part two then. Um, and yeah, like obviously we've sort of touched on um, what makes you a good leader manager and we touched on skills um mm -hmm. but is there anything else that you want to sort of talk about about how to be a good leader or manager um so management is a, is typically a sort of a short horizon in terms of time frame leadership is a longer horizon in terms of time frame you know where you're going in five years say whereas a manager you're dealing in usually quarters or half years or at a push an entire year um so with management, you're, you need to be very patient because you're dealing with people and you need to be very patient because you're delegating and you're giving and receiving feedback a lot. Uh, a lot. Um, mm -hmm. You also need uh, to, be a, to be a good manager. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the ability to leave SHIT at the door when you come into work, so to speak. So if you've had a bad day or a bad evening, and you've got to look up, look, uh, you've got to manage people. You can't, you, you shouldn't be um, bringing that to work with you. Um, mm. You can have a bad day and you can say, hey, look, guys, I had a really bad night last night or had an argument with someone or dad's ill or mum's ill or something like that. And that if you've got the, a good team with of good people, they'll understand that. But if you treat people badly because you've had a bad day, you've, you've got you've to be mindful. Um, but short horizons of, 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 um, uh, intense patience is required if you're a manager because mm. almost almost every time something will be delivered back to you the first time and it won't be quite right and you know in your head what it's supposed to be but it's very hard for someone else to deliver it exactly how you want so you need to be very patient with leadership you need to have um uh a if, if it's your own business uh, especially you need to be able to have a lot of patience for all the other people and all the other issues that will come through as a leader, but you need to have the patience for this five-year plan that you should have and you should be following along that course because it doesn't happen immediately. So you need to build in sort of the leading measures of success as you go so you feel like you're succeeding as you go. The, um, the, the, the problem with that obviously is course corrections and uh, a course correction uh, is essentially a, a, a euphemism for... The, the business equivalent of a punch in the face, something didn't go to plan. Um, yeah. And if, if you run any kind of digital agency business or digital marketing business, you're going to get a lot of punches in the face. It's going to be client stuff. It's going to be algorithmic stuff. There's going to be all sorts of things that go on that are essentially force you to have to change something. And you're having to deal with clients and sales and marketing and all those other things, as well as the people in the, the, the setting of the leadership um, direction. And I think a really good leader goes, okay, 
that hurt a little bit. I'll deal with that next. But we've got a direction. We know where we're going to be in five years. And you maintain a level of calm around the rest mm. of your team. Otherwise, mm. that kind of thing kind of uh, can 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 kill uh, the the leadership and or the trust that people have in you. And you look at any um, popular leader who was popular at the time they were popular. The second that there's a chink in that armor, because they've done something that they shouldn't have done, or said something they shouldn't have said, or um, have let something get the better of them, it's very easy to start kind of pulling at that. And 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 that's it. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, I mean, there's so much that you just said there that I think is uh, really important and yeah, like essential to sort of be mindful of. Um, and yeah, I think part of it is as well is not taking things personally. Yeah, and that often is it's hard. not. Often it's not, um, but yeah. it's so easy for it to be taken personally because you're a human being. <laughs> it is, it is. But then like, I suppose that's where like, if you have empathy and hopefully the other people that you're working with has empathy as well, then um, like, yeah, you don't know what's going on in someone else's life, do you? Or like, um, but there should always, like, you always need to remain calm, like you say, yeah. don't you? So I like the analogy of like, you know, when you see a graceful swan. <laughs> yeah, you don't like, know. And then underneath. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, um, what? it's feet. Do swans Chaos. have feet? Yes. They do now. Flippers, feet, it's chaos underneath. Um, so, so yeah. And, yeah, and I love the point about not bringing um, SHIT to work. Yeah. Like, leave that. And um, and it's going to be hard, isn't it? But I think if you're, if you can just explain and just say, look, I had a bad night or a bad mm. day. I might be a bit snappy. I'm sorry. Like, and well, it, yeah, it's about not being defensive as well, it, I suppose. Exactly. If, if, if you're a leader, and I learned this the hard way by being terrible at it. Um, uh, so if you're a leader who, um, say you've had a, a, a bad day, bad night, or something, you know, a metaphorical punch in the face, hopefully not a real one, um, and you, you let it get the better of you, it impacts the people around you. And, yeah. and, if you foster a culture of uh, trust and in that trust you allow vulnerability, people speak up when they're not feeling quite right and they don't feel like it's a sign of weakness or lack of value or inability. So if you have that culture where you, where you allow vulnerability at the very top and at the very bottom, but the vulnerability is based entirely on trust, then you can have a bad day as a leader or a manager or as a member of the team. And you can say, look, just so you know, cat died last night. Really, really sad. Got a lot of work to do. If I'm a bit snippy, that's why. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Take accountability. Own yeah. it. Yeah. Um, wonderful. All right. Right. I'm going to move the conversation Go. on slightly. Um, and so, so what advice would you give to those that have um, that have awkward feelings around having to manage or lead employees who are friends? So let's let's say, for example, someone has worked in a company for a while mm -hmm. and uh, they've they've worked hard and they've got promotions and they've made friends within the team, but 
their last promotion has actually meant, okay, now I'm having to lead and manage like employees who are actually my friends. Like that's a hard transition, isn't it? So yeah, it's, it's, it's really hard. Um, the, the flippant answer is try and fire that other person. <laughs> get rid of them. Um, just, just, no, just, 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 do it. just fire the new subordinate, just get rid of them, never speak to them again, delete them on Twitter and Facebook and that's it done. Um, no, but that the, seems a little extreme. It's a bit extreme, probably illegal from an HR point of view. Um, so that was not real advice. Um, so it, it is super hard. The, the thing that you always have to take into account is that the relationship with the person that you have is based on um, a parity um, in terms of the hierarchy. Now, obviously, outside of work, everyone's just everyone's the same, more or less. Outside of work, you don't have hierarchy in many senses, um, professionally at least. Um, so when you come into work and it's that first day, the first thing you should do as a manager anyway when you take a management position is, is do one-to-ones with your team. You should be having mm-hmm. conversations openly with your team and saying, hey, you should may or should or or do already know who I am as a person in the team that I, you know, in the business. Um, This is what I stand for in that sense, make it super clear. Um, And I think one thing that's lacking an awful lot in, in general um, uh, professional life is, is, is this uh, ability to create clarity. And I feel like I've said clarity about eight times. You have to have a little look on the transcription, but um, clarity is usually the thing that causes conflict. Now, if I have a one-to-one with my entire team and it's the same one-to-one agenda, but I'm dealing with each person individually, if I then have that one-to-one with someone who is a friend uh, or Mm -hmm. um, a a good acquaintance in work and you had a good laugh at work and things like that, you set the expectations and you say, personally, my feelings don't change. Obviously, last week I was your friend, now I'm your manager, but I'm also... I can be your friend outside of work, but there are no preferential treatments. There's yeah. there's no, um, we cannot now go out for lunch together every every day because it does foster a, a sense of them and us. And I don't, and that isn't a thing that I want to do. I'm sacrificing that friend, that part of my friendship with you as much as you are because I'm losing what you're losing. But mm. outside of work, we can still be friends. Oh, that was like, yeah. Like, that to, must it be a... has to come from like a bit of you have to uh suffer the pain of that conversation because it's yeah I was just gonna say like it's gonna be I think you need to be aware that it's gonna be an awkward conversation mm-hmm. right and you don't know how that other person's gonna react yeah you can't control how they're gonna react but I suppose you just need to be prepared for that right like yeah I you think you need to have this conversation if you have the conversation you create the clarity. If that person takes it the wrong way and behaves badly, then perhaps they weren't the friend you thought they were. I mean, that's deep, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Boom. Exactly. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. And yeah, and as adults, you have to have these awkward conversations from time, like now and then, don't yeah. you? And like, yes, it feels awkward. Yes, it's not going to feel nice at the time, mm. but it's going to help you out massively in the long run. Yeah. And I, I know we passed this bit a second ago about tips for being good manager nope. leader thing. But one thing yes. which I think uh, if you are, uh, if you're in any of those situations, being comfortable with silences is 
like super powerful. So mm. if you have to have an awkward conversation or you have to have a difficult conversation or you have to have a conversation with anyone where um, they need to produce or provide some kind of feedback to you, when you've said the thing you have to say and it's been prepared in the right way and you've said it in the right way, you say no more and you remain silent until that person speaks. It feels really horrible. You get used to it, it. Yeah. And, and, it must, and you get used to it. <laughs> it must feel long as well. Like you're probably only yeah. silent for what, like five seconds, but that, yeah. <laughs> that five exactly. seconds feels so like an eternity. A, a good example would be you have to give feedback to someone that's not that good of good level of feedback and they're a friend of yours. Uh, and you say, you know, how do you feel that that project uh, uh, d- was delivered? And you then stay silent. They know that they don't want to have to say bad stuff um, and they're not willing to come out and speak next. Often, if you're not comfortable with the silences, you go, you know, from this perspective or from that perspective, is there anything you could have done here? And you kind of start putting the words in their mouth, which doesn't do them any good because they don't own anything. There's no accountability. But it also doesn't do you any good because you need to, create this kind of segregation of 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 i'm managing and feeding back and you're taking the feedback Um, and it's really hard if you haven't started that conversation with your current friend or any of your new team members around how you will behave and owning that silence is is hugely valuable yes so get get familiar with that people i think that's what we're saying um Unfortunately, Chris, we have run out of time and Oops, I do need to, uh, don't apologize. It's on me, right? I am the host. I am controlling the time. If I mean, I wish I could control time. But anyway, <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's a side point. <laughs> um, so there's a couple of questions that I want to squeeze in before we finish. Go. Uh, I think this is a great, um, just drop my pencil. Sorry about that. Uh, this has been a great episode. Uh, so yeah, uh, just a couple more questions just to, to wrap up. So first one, key thing people should take away from today's episode. Go. L- Leadership and management are two totally separate things. You can make a manager, but you can't make a leader. Nice. Love it. Short, snappy, to the point, full of value. Next question. Best career advice you have ever received? Okay, so this one's a little bit longer, but only because uh, there's a point point to it. So the best ever piece, piece, piece of career advice I ever got from someone was... Chris, you're excellent at solving problems, but the reason you're excellent at solving problems is because you create so many problems to solve. Think before you act. So the best Uh. piece of career advice I had was think before you act, which then led me into thinking around critical thinking and how does that work? And critical thinking is what prevents screw-ups most of the time. So thinking before you act isn't just, do I press save on that HD access file. Um, it's what happens after I've pressed save on the HD access file. Is there anything I can test after that thing? What's the long-term okay. implications of doing it this yeah. way or whatever? I love that bit of advice. I, I love asking that question because I get so many varied answers and it's wonderful. Yeah. Right. Uh, last question. And then this is an easy one to answer. Where can people find you if they've listened to you and like, oh, I like the sound of Chris. 
I want to <laughs> I want to carry on the conversation. I want him to help me with stuff. <laughs> Where can they find you? Um, omgcenter.org, spelt the American way, C-E-N-T-E-R. Um, or you can find us on the uh, OMG community for agency leaders. Uh, so it's omg.center forward slash join. Um, and unfortunately, almost every single one of you probably sees some kind of stuff on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube shorts, etc. So if you do see us a lot, get in touch, <laughs> have a chat. Sounds like you're out there and uh, yeah, easy, easy to yeah. connect with. Well, you that's, can see the bags under my eyes, right? <laughs> Not at all. Oh, Not good. All. This camera's excellent. <laughs> right. So thank you. Big thank you to you, Chris. Like, thank sounds you. like you've got a very jam-packed schedule. So thank you for finding the time to talk to little old me on the SEO Mindset podcast. No, thank you. I've, I've been listening for ages. And actually, it was after listening to uh, Joe Turnbull's episode that I thought I'd better, better make an effort and, and, uh, and see if I can get on as well. Ah, wonderful. Right. Well, thank you for supporting and listening to us. And now you're on the show. That's it's, it. Uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, right. So I would just like to say uh, thank you to our listeners for joining us for another episode of the podcast. Again, a little reminder that if you do enjoy our podcast, you can support us by donating via Buy Me A Coffee. So there's a link in the show notes there. Um, so you donate by donating us a coffee, basically. Um, and again, we're, we're on Twitter. So if you want to reach out to us, say hi, suggest a topic, give us some feedback, whatever, um, then yeah, go on to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash Twitter. And that link is also in the show notes. Now, Chris, we always end every episode with a pledge. So... <laughs> This bit's not uh, podcast friendly, but can you put your hand on your heart? And I am going to pledge and I want you to hear the pledge. Okay. I am an SEO professional who prioritizes mindset and personal growth and not just rankings, improving visibility and algorithms. Did you feel that pledge? I, I, I felt it. Yeah. Do I have to do the same? No, no. Oh, a few. Just... Okay. Good. <laughs> I, felt, I felt the pledge. I feel it. You've got the <laughs> Wonderful. Right. Thank you again, Chris. Thank you. And yes, uh, everyone else, take care. Hey, Sarah here from the SEO Mindset. Just a quick message to say if you would like to support the podcast, if you love what me and Tasman are doing, then please do head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash donate. I'll make sure there's a link in this episode show notes. And that will take you to our Buy Me A Coffee page. So here you can buy us as many coffees as you like to support us. So each coffee is a donation. And also you can leave us a message. Um, so that will make it easy for us to give you a shout out. Also, if you would like to reach out to us, maybe you want to say hello, ask us a question, request a shout out, um, maybe you want to come on as a guest, uh, we have Twitter, yes. So again, if you head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash Twitter, again, I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, that's how you can reach out to us, both me and Tasmin. Um, so yes, thank you very much. 